With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They will be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You are encouraged to call in and share your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Are you ready for your dose of hope? You're listening to Pause I Am Radio. everyone and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host Robert Brining. This evening my fabulous co-host is Jeremy Dunn. How are you Jeremy? You know what? I'm peachy keen. Yeah, I, you peachy? Know, it, it was a beautiful day today in New York City. It's just absolutely gorgeous. So. Yeah, I how Charlie, was Charlie? Oh, oh, I took Charlie for the first time to uh, a dog run which is right around the corner from my uh, my and apartment. And uh, she had a great time. And I've actually stacked out right now. She got a bath today. And uh, she's, she had a great time. That's cool. Did she run? Oh, my gosh. This dog loves to run. And all the other and, – and I have to tell you, um, she certainly uh, told everybody she was um, – King Rich, with the, the alpha bitch. I'm sure. She certainly did. She put. She even put a boxer, a big boxer, in in his place. And that like uh, yeah, yeah, she had a great, great time. Um, let's see what else. What else? Went to brunch. Had a uh, had a uh, good time at, at brunch. And let's see what else. What else did we do? What else? 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 I guess that's really. Oh, oh! I went to IKEA yesterday, and I went to IKEA with a new boy. His name is Solomon. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. His name is Solomon. Matter of fact, he's in. He cooked Daniel and me dinner tonight. Oh. All right, that's good. Yes, yes. I've got him doing all the domestic chores. Well, that sounds like and fun. You already got yourself um, a nice little helper. Yes, exactly. And and he's actually cleaning up right now. Oh, well, um, tell him but, I took a laugh. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh. yeah it's, it's all good. It's all good. But no, cool. I came to Ikea yesterday and, and, and bought a whole bunch of stuff. And 
I got new bedspread. I got a new entertainment. Ca- you know, I got a new table and chairs for the for for the apartment. You know, and just lots of good stuff. Lots. Of good stuff. So, how are you? I'm really, really well, actually. Today, I um, had three softball games, so it was the first time I played softball. Sean got me to go out and join fall ball, and it was really exciting. Were there lesbians? Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, yes, where yes, there, see, where there is uh, – is that Sean I hear chuckling in the background? Yes, it is. Yes, because where there are – where there is softball – are usually follow the lesbians. Well, it was definitely gay softball, so there was lesbians there. Yes, yes. It was fun. So, it was, I was. Go ahead. Who won? Um, we actually had three games, so we won two and we lost one. And I was. Well, why uh, didn't you win all three? That's disappointing. Because it's not fun to always be the winner. Um, oh, I see. He came I back and didn't game play and that very good. good. They didn't play very well then. No, I did actually. I, uh, I batted six for eight. I went six for eight. So, oh, okay, okay, good. So that was good. I uh, <laughs> I got nailed in the upper thigh with a really hard hit. Okay. Where drive, were I you? Where were I? I was in um, the, the outfield, right field. You were in right field. Yes. Oof. And I thought I could catch it. I thought I could catch it, and then I, yeah, misjudged it and nailed my thigh. So that was um, fun. I have a big bruise. And then uh, another guy was up and hit the ball basically out of the park. And I kept backing up to get it and didn't realize the fence was there. And I bounced off, flipped off the fence, and, yeah, it was fun. Wow. So I'm bruised up, but it was good times. I met a lot of cool people, and I got to see uh, Sean hit his first career home run. So that was kind of fun to be there and, and see. Wait. Did you just say first career home run? That's what I said. <laughs> is is Sean making this a a career now? Oh no! But he's been playing for a lot of years, and it was his first home run. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Oh, the, the way you just said that, you sounded like you know, um, like he was in the major leagues. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, you know, he's been playing for a lot of years, and this is his first first home run. Yeah, it was it was good. It was fun time. So, um, fun time. I, yes, I do want to remind people that they have um, until Tuesday to send in their a day with HIV photo, which we yeah. had Jeff Berry positively aware on last uh, Sunday. So I just want to remind people that if you haven't taken your photo on the 21st like you should have, you can still submit it until the 25th. I got to do mine, too. I got to do mine. Uh, and they can go to the website that's submitted at uh, adaywithhiv.com. You know, I'm thinking, a day with, oh, I've got a great picture of that. Okay. I've got a perfect, perfect picture that, that I'm going to submit. And nobody can use my idea because I'm not going to talk about it. Ha-ha. Yeah, don't. Don't tell anybody. Ha-ha. So, um, other than that, um, we have a great guest coming on this evening. I'm really excited to have Timothy Ray Brown back on again. Timothy Ray Brown, and he's going to be talking about his um, foundation, yeah? Yes, the Timothy Ray Brown Foundation. Oh, did I just take something away? No, no, no. He launched it at um, 
the International AIDS Conference in July when we were there. Remember, we had the press, uh, the big press thing going on, and yeah. So I'm excited to have him come on because it's going to be the, the the first foundation that is uh, primarily focused on finding a cure. Nice, very nice. So, what? I was going to say something, and it just slipped out of my brain. I blame the AIDS. I do. I blame the AIDS. It, it's got to be. That's fine. Um, um, go ahead. I was going to uh, Okay, never mind. All right, you think about that. that. And yeah. I also want to remind people that next week we're going to have Mama D, Danielle Rogers, on, Jamar's mother. And she's going to talk about um, being a motivational speaker because she does these fabulous YouTube videos um, for parents to be amazing parents and, you know, kind of, motivate them to do things, um, you know, that the average parent doesn't do, um, unconditional love and shit like that. So she's going to be on to share her story of what it's like to be Jamar's mom and have, you know, an HIV-positive child and and what that was like for her. So I'm I'm kind of excited to have that experience on because I don't think we've had a a parent on. No, I don't think we have either. So we, we, we do know that if Jamar tries calling in, He's not coming on the show, right? That's right. Yeah, we're going to block because <laughs> this, this is strictly for Mama D, right? Because we want to get the lowdown, the scoop. I want to I know. Agree. I I want to know what Jamar was like as a three-year-old. I want to know these things, and and so I, I'm going to get I'm going to get that deep. The deep dark secrets that lie there. Right, right, right. And, and well, listen, make up Jamar Rogers. Oh, do we have I somebody think, on the line? Yes, I do. I think this may be Timothy. So let's see. Hi, Timothy. Is this you? Hello. You're on the air. That means no, it's not Timothy. So we'll wait for Timothy to call in. Um, let's see. Other than that, how is New York treating you? You know, New York's not too bad. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Did I already talk about my bike being stolen? Yeah, she did talk about your bike being stolen. Went to IKEA yesterday. Um, okay, so I, I have a question for everybody out there. Um, I have decided to add a little color to, to my room. I okay. I picked up some curtain panel curtain panel. And I've got this one little alcove where my TV is and and everything. Um, What happens, and and they are purple and black, horizontal stripes. Six stripes. Okay. I'm excited. I've never done purple before. And so I decided not only am I going to do... The 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 sheet the, the the curtain panel. I have a new duvet and a shant, which are this really nice lavender, or actually more of a lilac. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull in that lilac and put it in between two of the two of the panels, and then I'm going to do a um, a a really nice pink 
for my regular curtains on my sliding glass door, just to kind of well, put everything like together. You Doesn't should take some photos like... of that posted on Facebook so we can see it and post it on Pods I Am since, you know, people like to uh, see yeah, what your absolutely. I, I certainly your looks like. But um, we do have Quincy on, but real quick, I want to, um, since you're talking about design, I wanted to bring this conversation up because it's kind of funny. Um, my mom is getting her basement redone and um, the laundry area, and the, the gentleman who is running it, the head contractor, is 70 years old. And my mom was picking out carpet colors, you know, and she was asking, you know, me and my, my younger sister Candace advice on what color to pick. So we picked the one color that had, I guess, the tile that had um, the blue in it to kind of, you know, accent the, the rug in the other room. And my mom's like, yeah, you know, this one really makes the blue stand out. And the gentleman is 70 years old, turns around to my mom. He goes, you know what those ones on TV say? And he flips his wrist, right? <laughs> and I'm behind him, so he does like, you know, he can't see me. And I, I guess he's assuming that everybody is straight in the world because he's 70 years old. And he goes, you know what those people would say? They That it pops. So I turned around. I was like, that's right, Mom. It pops. Real life. It was funny. You should have been there. Anyway. <laughs> it was just funny because I was behind him, and, like, my sister and, and my mom, like, were, like, trying not to bust out laughing. You know what I mean? Because he was talking about, you know, the gay people and making it pop, and it was kind of funny. So let's bring on Timothy Ray Brown. Timothy, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Well, thanks hey, for joining us. It's nice to talk to you again. Yes, that's nice to talk to you, too. Thank you for having so me on the show. I've been doing well. Thank you. Well, that's good. I know you had some exciting news at the International AIDS Conference, and we'll get to that and all okay. that um, a little bit later in the show, but... Okay. Um, I just want to, for some people who may have missed our previous interview with you or have may not have actually heard your story and the details, can you get into a little bit of it, of how you were actually cured of HIV? Yeah, I um, I had HIV from 1995, and then in 2006, I came down with acute myeloleukemia. And uh, after a few rounds of chemo, um, I, uh, my doctor in Berlin decided to give me a stem cell treatment um, with a, and he had to look for this. It took 61 tries before he was able to find a donor who was immune to HIV. And um, so I received his stem cells, and uh, that made me immune to HIV. Um, it was. Uh, DCS5 Delta 32 and I um, it is a protein that sits on the uh, CD4 cell and it um, uh, if it's gone um, the person is uh, basically immune to HIV and so I got his stem cells and I, I now have his immune system and I'm now immune to HIV Interesting. That is interesting. Um, so, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Just well? I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> so, um, yeah. tell me a little bit, how, how did you handle the kind of overnight celebrity? Um, 
<clears throat> at first I basically um had had I was just recovering um from being over uh, everything I went through. Um and uh um so I didn't release my name until December of two thousand ten. So it was um about um two and a half years after after becoming immune to HIV. So two and a half years, and then when your name was finally released, um, I believe it wasn't actually something that you released, right? It was actually accidentally released? Um, it actually was. Um, I basically decided that I was ready to come out to the media. Um, I had done an interview with a German um, newspaper um and uh, they it basically released everything, but I didn't release my name. I asked not to have any pictures taken and to change my name to another name. I was Neil. <laughs> so once it hit the press that it was Timothy Ray Brown who was the first person cured of AIDS, how did you handle all the pressure and everybody wanting to contact you and, and you know, just becoming that overnight celebrity? How did that sit with you? At first, I was basically on my own, and uh, um, I did an interview with Paz Magazine, and um, um, I I said I couldn't release my name until um, until June of 2007, or no, 2000, excuse me, 2011, and after that, um, after that, things took off. I was excited. I I was invited by Ampar to um, to be interviewed at a fundraiser for them, and uh, and was interviewed by George Stephanopoulos. I and, saw that actually uh, on YouTube. Yeah. But, but and did you enjoy becoming like the celebrity overnight? Because I mean, once your name was released, it was like the shot heard around the world. Right. I mean, right. everybody uh, knew. Is that a yes? I'm sorry. Yes. Gotcha. So, so go ahead. Oh, go ahead. So, no, I was going to ask him, um, how have you, – you were at the International AIDS Conference. Now, were you yeah. at, at the – were you at a previous International AIDS Conference before this? Or I was not. I, okay, didn't, uh, I didn't go to the one in Vienna because I was invited by John Cohen, who um, writes for um, Science Magazine and uh, and Nature, and uh, he asked me to go. But um, <clears throat> my partner, my actually was an ex partner by that time. He said he didn't think it would be a good idea for me to go, so I didn't go. So this was your so, first one here in D.C. I mean, Jeremy, yeah. it was our first one, right? Right. Yep. Okay. So what was that like, Timothy, to, to just go to the conference before you even made the announcement? What was it like just being at the conference and meeting thousands and thousands of people who were living with HIV? It was pretty exciting. Um, <clears throat> I believe that uh, my story gives hope to a lot of people and, uh, and um, that makes me happy, and uh, it makes me happy that I can be a um, a positive um, thing for people. Um, 
And uh, <clears throat> I I went to an Ampar event um, right before the um, the actual conference started, and uh, um, I was introduced introduced by Sharon Stone. That was at a Kiehl's event with Kiehl's um, skin products, and uh, so that was quite exciting. And then, Sharon Stone. Oh, Sharon Stone. No, exciting. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, we. I like Sharon Stone. Yeah, she's very nice and very sweet and very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not straight, but um, uh, I find her very attractive. Wow! Wow! Tennis, yeah. Mr. Tennessee. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. So, um, so Timothy. We, we, you know, you've got you, you're you're like one of the most famous people in the world now. You are. What has been, and, and I'm just going to kind of ask, um, what's been the downside to to your fame? Um, the downside is basically um, that uh, as a per- person that no longer has HIV. I um, am not really um, technically entitled to programs. I'm, I quit working um, when I got my second transplant. Um, I had two transplants. The first one went quite well, but um, I had to get a second one because the eight, no, the the leukemia came back, and so I had to get yeah, I had to get a second transplant and. Uh, um, uh, that one was much harder on my body and after the first one I was able to go back to work and go back to the gym and get in really good shape after the second one um, I uh, I was um, left uh, pretty um, I was my body was kind of destroyed I I couldn't walk. I could um barely talk. Um uh I was incontinent and couldn't clean myself up and um so the nurses and, and my ex partner took care care of that. Um it took me a while to be able to walk. Um I was finally able to walk, but it took like a couple months to be able to retrain my body to be able to do this, do that. Wow. Um, uh, and then um, in October, at the end of October 2009, I was mugged, and um, probably because um, I was probably an easy target. And um, um, I was after that I was um, unable to um, enunciate English and German, um, so um, it took. I had to retrain my my voice and uh, and my mouth to be able to enunciate 
spoke languages. Wow. Okay. Um. Uh, at this point, I live in what's called an SRO situation, a single room occupancy, and um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's very small, and um, it, I pay one third of my in- income. It's what um, it's through HUD, the housing housing authority. Um, uh, it's run by um, San Francisco Housing Authority, and. Uh, and it's in kind of a bad neighborhood. Um, it's close to um, a shopping center which has Nordstrom and Bloomingdale, and it's close to the Macy's and um, a lot of nice stores. Um, but uh, um, it's kind of a bad neighborhood. Uh, um, my apartment has it I've had problems with cockroaches, things like that, and uh and uh and I'm planning on moving to Washington D C because um that way I can be closer to what's going on in Washington, um closer to the federal government and um I will be able to work closer with them. That's very um that's that's good that you're able, that you want to work with those people um in Washington. Yeah. Uh, a question yeah. that was tweeted tweeted to me earlier today was um mm-hmm. now that you are cured of HIV, do you still want to be an activist? Yes, I do. Well, that's awesome. Um yeah. what are some of the things that um people like, said to you when they met you at the International AIDS Conference? Um people um a lot of people are very excited to meet me. Um, I've had uh, uh, medical researchers basically treat me like a rock star. <laughs> um, I went to a party be- before the conference, and uh, um, these doctors from Kenya um, uh, found out who I was and um, basically... Um, kneeled down and kind of kind of worshipped me. That was very weird, but kind of very nice. Well, that's good. At least you know you got some positive feedback. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about. I mean, me and Jeremy were there, and we actually witnessed the announcement. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us right. a little bit about the the announcement that was made? Um, you know, during the International AIDS Conference in D.C.? Okay. During the AIDS Conference, um, I was staying at a hotel, the Western Western City Center Hotel, and um, that was basically the base of um, uh, my organization and the World AIDS Institute. And um, through the World AIDS Institute, I have started a new foundation. It's the um, first organization in the history of um, HIV, which 
has its main goal as a being a cure for HIV, a cure for everyone in the world um, afflicted with the disease, and uh, um, it's called the Timmy D. Ray Brown Foundation. And I I made my announcement um, on the Tuesday during the during the uh, during the World AIDS um, World AIDS conference. So what was it like being in that press conference? And having, was, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're used to, like, the cameras being on you, but what was it like being there and, and, and answering questions, especially from Mr. Jeremy himself? Um, there were uh, lots and lots of, um, lots and lots of media coverage there, um, uh, cameras from, um, from lots of news agencies, um, and prior to that, I did an interview with uh, with Sanjay Gupta of CNN and CNN, um, and uh, that was exciting as well. And uh, um, I had done an interview with him um, last year, um, December first, two thousand eleven, and uh, uh, but that was the first time I actually met him because um, the the other interview I did was in the, I did in New York at the CNN um, offices in New York and uh, and um, I just saw a blank screen and uh, um, the other people that were interviewed in the series on HEV were um, uh, Obama, um, Bono, Alicia Keys, George Bush. Junior and uh, and um, Bill Clinton. So, so was it? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna ask you um, a two part question. One was was it overwhelming or exciting having an organization named after you? And, and after that, I would like to know: Did you ever think that you would have this type of impact on the world as an activist? Um. I didn't really think that um, I didn't think that it would be as big as it's gotten. Um, uh, I I had been an activist I, when I lived in Seattle. Um, I with ACT UP um, before I was diagnosed with with HIV, and it was like 1990. And uh, I had been to um, a World AIDS conference in Berlin, um, I believe in '93, and uh, um, I didn't really have um, after I got HIV. I wasn't really an activist, um, uh, but I've become an activist um, since uh, since. Um, I came out to the public as, as being the first person cured of HIV. So kind of like kickstarting your activism. Yeah, exactly. So, so tell us a little bit about um, because I think there was some news um, during the conference that two more people may have been cured in the same fashion that you were. Yes, um, that was very exciting. Um, 
for me and for um, the, the my advisors um, with the World AIDS Institute. Um, yeah, it was very exciting to hear that there were um, other people that were cured. Um, I'm very hopeful that um, the people that um, that were announced um, are are cured. Um, uh, they're, they are still taking their their and retroviral medication, um, but um, I heard that one of them was going to go off of it. So um, it's it'll be clear in a few years whether they really are cured. So, so um, just to jump in there real quick, are you taking your medications, Tim? No, I quit taking my medication on the day of my first transplant, and haven't taken oh, any any since then. And I am free of HIV, and uh, um, I had to get the second transplant because the leukemia came back. My HIV disappeared like about the third month after after getting my first treatment, my first stem cell treatment. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So so I'm going to switch gears a little bit. We are at the bottom okay. of the hour. Um, okay. And uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about your foundation. Okay. And, and so I think that's why we have you on the air tonight. Um, let, let's talk a little bit. So explain to us what the Timothy what the Timothy Ray Brown Foundation is and what it's responsible for. Okay. Um, we are basically um, going to uh, funnel um, funds from um, from private donors or um, public donors like the National Institutes of Health, the NH, and um, and we want we want basically uh, um, biotech companies uh, who have promising um, possibilities of cures uh, and universities who also have the same to receive money and uh, um, work on a cure for HIV. Well, that's. I think it's it's very crucial that that's done, and I can't believe it's taken over thirty years for actually someone to start an organization that was primarily focusing on that. Yeah. Um, have you had a lot of people make contributions or um, support? Um, we since uh, since the foundation was announced um, in uh, the middle of July um, of this year. Um, we're still working on getting um, donations. Um, unfortunately, so can, they, can the average person? For, first of all, do you have a website for the foundation? That's my first question. Yeah, it's um, World AIDS Institute dot org org. 
um, slash Timothy Ray Brown Fenty. So it's www.worldaidsinstitute.org slash Timothy Ray Brown Foundation? Yeah, exactly. And now, can the average everyday person go there and make a donation? Um, I believe so. I'm actually not sure. <laughs> um, okay, well, we'll put uh, the link in the chat room so people can okay. figure that out. Also, are you on Twitter? So people can follow um, the foundation on Twitter? Yeah, it's TRB Foundation. The TRB Foundation on Twitter? Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So what are your thoughts on the evolution of medicine and HIV treatments? Um, uh, you know, because what, with, with what you went through, you know what I mean, it's it's amazing. So I'm just curious of what you think of everything that's been going on. Um, it's, there are some things that are very promising, um, like... Uh, um, Sangamo um, is using uh, what's called zinc finger nucleuses. Um, basically, they take they take um, millions of CD4 cells and uh, and uh, remove they can remove the um, the protein CTR5 from the from the CD4 cell and. Uh, and then um, give give the CD4 cells back to the patient, and um, and there have been very promising things as far as that's concerned. Um, unfortunately, it uses a virus, and uh, in order to take out the the CCR5, and um, uh, the virus um, has a very slight chance of um, creating new illnesses. Um, however, it's very slight, and uh, um, one of my doctors, Dr. Jay Levy, um, is working on trying to do the same thing without introducing the virus. Um, he's a key... Is it UCSF, University of California, San Francisco? And uh, it, his group is working on, on this. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm very hopeful that, um, be, that they will be successful. So... Here's a question I have for you. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. when we are diagnosed HIV positive, we kind of feel, what's the word, secluded. We feel like alone. We feel like we're the only one, especially if you're not really familiar with HIV or don't know anyone right. else who's with right. the disease. You know, and you kind of, as a gay man, you kind of put yourself back into the closet. Now, right. Now that you've been cured, you know, before these two other people were announced that they were also cured similar to you, did you kind of feel like you were all alone and secluded again because there was nobody else like you out there? Um, yeah, I had some of that feeling. Um, uh, at first, I was kind of like, uh, well, I'm actually, um, 
no, I kind of am tired of being the only person cured of HIV. And uh, I really hope that other people are cured as well. I bet. I bet. So, so with some of the some some research and and things like things that the that your foundation is looking to do, um, how do you feel about uh, doctors giving meds? immediately as opposed to waiting for um, their numbers to drop? Um, I think that getting meds immediately is a good idea cause, um, because uh, from what I've heard, um, people have a much better chance of um, being able to survive. Um, uh, in fact, um, some of the people who have... Uh, where they think there is a chance of them being cured, um, they started medication pretty much immediately. Wow. And wow. Okay. So, so, so what we're going to do really quick is... Um, okay. Uh, if, if folks have a question for, for Timothy, uh, you can give us a call at 347-215-9442. We are 20 minutes to um, to the top of the hour, and we're talking mm-hmm. to Timothy Ray Brown, and we're talking about uh, Timothy Ray Brown and his his foundation um, to search for a cure for HIV/AIDS. Robert, yeah, let's take a, a quick short break and allow people to call in to the show. And again, three four seven two one five nine four four two, and we'll be back um, in a few seconds. I contracted a preventable disease from a guy that looks good and smells good but never mentioned that he had HIV. But he is not to blame. I should have loved myself enough to protect myself. But through it all, I found self-love and it's the greatest thing I ever felt. I was never less than or equal to AIDS but always greater. I just realized that not caring for myself or my body, I was my biggest hater. I am author of the Naked Truth, Marvin Brown, and I am greater than AIDS. What's going on out here? We got changes to make. It's time to wake up for humanity's sake. Break the silence today before it's too late. AIDS is affecting us, disrespecting us. I'ma go get tested. It's a simple maneuver. It's not about the past. It's about my future. I'm not trying to miss it. I won't be a statistic, so I protect myself whenever I'm intimate. At this moment, I decided to have a plan. It's time to take a stand, because AIDS, I'm greater than. This is Senior Chaos, and this was my deciding moment. Tell us yours at greaterthan.org. All right, and we are back live with Timothy Ray Brown. Timothy, are you with us? Yeah. Okay, we'll be taking calls again, 347-215-9442. Call in and speak to uh, Mr. Timothy Ray Brown himself. So what has been the most rewarding thing um, from this whole miracle, I guess, is what you would call it? Um, the most rewarding thing is basically um, feeling like uh, I have a purpose in life. That you have, do you feel like you have the rest of your life back? Is that what you say? Yeah, exactly. And to have, have a purpose for living. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that? And have a purpose for living. Uh, and I have a, a purpose, purpose for living. In life. Yeah. 
that that's amazing. I mean, everybody needs to find their purpose, and I think that yeah. if that's what brought this to you, then why not? Right. <laughs> so what what has been that that's the most rewarding? What has been the hardest thing to deal with? Um, basically, my living situation as it is now. But it's going to get better soon. Well, that's good. That and and good. health-wise? Health-wise, I'm doing well. Um, I I have colds, but um, that's about it. Other than that, I'm doing well. Good, 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 good. So, so tell us a little bit about... Um, is at the at the press conference. I want to. I just kind of want to back up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the press conference, uh, we noticed that the World AIDS Institute was uh, promote uh, was really kind of behind. Yeah. Behind you. Um, what is their what What is their involvement and in, and in how are you guys partnering together in all of this? Um, they have provided my tax status um, as a non-profit um, organization, and uh, um, the founders, uh, who are Chad Johnson and Dave Purdy, David Purdy, um, have basically been supportive. Um, they've been making sure that I can pay my bills, bills and stuff like that, and uh, and uh, um, they've been going to uh, meeting on the hill uh in washington um with me and uh and also doing some of their own um we're now working with uh um an organization called until there's a cure and uh um they're they're the people that put out the um the red ribbon and uh we're um, using a black rose, or no, a blue rose as our um, as our um, symbol. Um, and uh, we met with them, and uh, they pretty, and I, I met with them, and they loved our idea. And a blue rose is something that doesn't exist in nature, but um, in alchemy, it stands for. Um, making the impossible possible, and that that's our slogan. And uh, <clears throat> they love that, and uh, so um, there is going there are going to be um, blue roses out now. Um, they're being produced now, and uh, um, and. Uh, we're using that as a fundraiser thing um, in order to raise funds for for the organization, the World or the Timothy Ray Brown Foundation. <coughs> and um, no, yeah. that's good. You know, Timothy, you were um, after the International AIDS Conference. You were here in mm-hmm. Philly, and actually, um, yeah. me, you, and, and my partner, we went out to to lunch that day. And yeah. you told us the story about meeting um, Nancy Pelosi. So can you tell us yeah. a little bit about what that interaction was like for you? 
Um, the first time I met her, um, it was at a uh, a reception that she was was giving at the um, the um, National Library, um, and uh, she. Um, we walked into the room and uh, um, somebody told her that I was there and she basically pushed, uh, she excused herself from Ken's call and the people, other people that she was talking to and came up to me and pitched my cheeks and uh, said, it was very, it's lovely to meet you. And, uh, and, uh, and then, um, and then a couple of days later, we went to uh, went to her office in the Capitol, and uh, um, we had pictures taken. And she said, "Timothy, you're my boss. I, I I'm actually a constituent of hers, and so technically, I guess I am her boss. But um, that was really nice to hear." So, who else have you encountered or interacted with since you know the 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 stardom of this whole thing? Um, uh, Kenneth Cole actually introduced me at the Ampar um, thing that I went to um, the fundraiser for Ampar. Um, she introduced me to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, oh that wow, was, that was really nice. Um, and uh um last no this month um i went to uh went to a um big thing um for the national institute of health um put on by michael milken um and uh um, I got to meet Michael Milken and um, other billionaires, and uh, and we're hoping that they will um, provide the Timmy V. Ray Brown Foundation with funds. Um, and then the, there was a concert, um, and I met uh, um, during the concert. Um, Evie Nicks played, um, and she played some of the old songs from, uh, I'm trying to blank, um, uh, how do you help me? Um, Evie Nicks band. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that last part. You broke up a little bit. DV Nick's band. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Did you say Stevie Nicks? Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. She played some Fleetwood Mac songs, and yeah. uh, and after the concert, um, I went up to I went backstage and went up to her and uh, asked her to be on the board on my board. And she yeah, said yes. That's she awesome. That, yeah, she said that she has been doing rock and roll for 30 years, and 
and she is frankly getting kind of tired of it. And uh, this is something that would give her a reason to keep going. Wow, so, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. Um, uh, other people that I met were um, at the Amphor event. Um, Jesse Norman um, uh, from the movie Diva. Right. Um, and uh, oh, um, uh, Annie Lennox. Oh, wow, and how Annie, was that? It was incredible. Um, we were leading the concert. That was at, at, at an Ampho event. Um, we were leaving the concert and looking for a cab. And right. there was a huge line, so we started walking down the street. And uh-huh. um, uh, other people that were speaking at the event um, were... Um, uh, Um, Nelson Mandel's um, grandson, and uh, yeah, and uh, we walked past his limo, and uh, um, and my friend Ray said, um, "Turn around," and and Annie Lennox was walking toward us. And I went up to her and said, I'm Timothy Ray Brown. And she said, I know who you are. I've read everything about you. Wow. And um, I'm hoping to ask her to be on, on my board as well. That's incredible. That's yeah. really, really awesome. So, uh, Timothy, is there anything that we did not uh, get to cover that you wanted to talk about, whether regarding yourself or the foundation, before we let you go? Um. No, I can't think of anything. Um, cool. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on and, and talking about your foundation and, and sharing your story again. And um, I look forward to having you back on and seeing what your foundation is going to do. I, I sure fabulous things will happen. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Well, anytime you have something that you want to talk about, you let us know. We'll be more than happy to have you come on. Okay, great. Wonderful. Well, thanks for coming on, and have a good night, Timothy. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. And for more information on our guest, Timothy Ray Brown and his foundation, you can go to uh, worldaidsinstitute.org backslash Timothy Ray Brown Foundation. So, Jeremy, are you with me? I'm, I'm, I'm here. Okay, cool. So there's a couple things I want to talk about. Um, we do have a few minutes left. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about is this Thursday, September 27th, is what we have in Philly, our third annual Bar 8. And it basically is a fundraiser for the local ASOs here in Philadelphia, and it allows, you know, people to go out and have a couple drinks. It's basically one night, one day, one cause. And you go out and part of the proceeds of the beverages that are purchased at these specific bars will go to the local aid service organization. So I think that's pretty incredible. So if you're in the Philly area, um, you want to check out um, the bars, especially when you want to go to Taboo and uh, get a drink there and, um, you know, donate to this awesome cause. Um, dining Out for Life, I believe, is coming out as well. And Dining so, Out for Life, is, um, look, we're looking forward to that here in, uh, uh, well, I, well, 
I almost said North Carolina. They're getting ready to do theirs next year. The the, the bar aids or the dining out for life? Uh, dining out for life. Yeah, well, we have that every year here. So if you don't have a bar aids, yeah. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was something that hit the headlines last week. We spoke about a hot topic that had a lady who disclosed her status um, and basically was stabbed to death. So this week I wanted to do something a little bit more uplifting, but um, there was actually a um, police video that prompts allegation of HIV discrimination here in, in Michigan. Um, and from what I remember, it's a very long video. If you check it out, um, you know, they pulled over this couple for, I think it was speeding, and they found that they had the, the police officer smelt marijuana in the car. And when he brought the, the suspect, the gentleman, out um, out of the, the driver's side, you know, they put him in the car, in the, in the back seat of the police car, and then he brought out the woman that was in the passenger seat. And when she came out, um, you know, he was talking to her, and then he went and inspected the car to see if there was any more drugs because I guess she only had, you know, a little bit. Uh, maybe a joint or something that was in the ashtray. And when she, when he went in, the police officer went to the car to 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 search it. He found some pills that were the lady's HIV pills. And he asked her, "What is this? What are these?" And she said, "I'm HIV positive." And then the police officer says, "That's probably something that you want to tell me when you get out of the car. If you ever get pulled out for any reason, you want to tell us that." And he says, "Because I would have made sure that I put gloves on and all that." And then later on in the video, he talks about, you know, God forbid I would have got pricked by one of your earrings and things like that. And there was a huge petition that was posted online. I think actually, I want to say our friend Carrie Farmer actually started the petition, I believe. And, you know, what are your thoughts on that, Jeremy? Did you read that or hear about that? I haven't heard about that yet. So what are your thoughts? Like, do you feel like that because we're HIV positive when we get pulled over, we feel we have to disclose that to the police officer? No, not at all. There's like, no, I think that's no reason for it. Right. So, I mean, that's something I'm trying to put the link in the chat room so they can read that. The other thing I want to talk about is the fabulous, not really, just kidding, um, Paris Hilton had a lot to say about gay people and HIV um, the past week. Uh, I'm sure you read that one, right, Jeremy? Nope. Wow, what are you hiding under a rock up in New York? I, I pretty much am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but well, I didn't hear. Um, uh, no, it's just been I've been busy, man. You know, no, it's, just, it's it's you know trying to get the house together and and just work and so. No, I, I heard about Paracel. No, but I did hear about the Paracel thing. I didn't read the actual article. I heard no, that I didn't, she said something about something disparaging about gay, gay men or something like that. Well, what she basically said was um, the gay men on most, mostly gay men, the gay men on Grindr have AIDS, basically to break it down in a nice way. Um, she said it a little bit more in a negative way, but she said that, you know, most of them are all whores on there and they have AIDS and things like that. I'll try to get the link off. She said most gay men have HIV is what she said from James. Thank you, James which is kind of stupid, and considering she made a sex tape, I don't think she had a condom on, so maybe she should go get tested. That's my thought on that. Um, I know we're winding down to the last minute, so I want to thank our guest, Timothy Ray Brown, um, for coming on. If you have comments on any of the hot topics from the Timothy Ray Brown Foundation, you can go to our Facebook page or post it on the Pazayam social network. Um, for information on Jeremy Dunn, you can go to PositivelySpeaking.com. 
That's Positively with a Z. And for more information on myself and the radio show, past guests, and to join the POSIM social network, you can go to POSIM.com. I hope everybody had a great night. Jeremy, I will speak to you next week when we're talking with Mama D. You certainly will. Can't wait. Yes, so I'll play a little bit of uh, Jamar as we are heading off. Have a great night, everybody. All right, you too. I'm going to fight them all. The Seven Nation Army couldn't hold me back. They're going to rip it off. Taking their time right behind my back. And I'm talking to Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.